Hello and welcome to Ready Gamer One, a podcast for video game and nerd culture. I'm your host, Ben Cornett. On today's episode, we're going to discuss the recently released Sonic Mania for all systems, more drama as we peel back another layer of the onion that is the SNES Classic pre-orders, and we're going to wrap the episode up with a great follow-up about our recent fundraiser for Camp Sunshine. Our music today comes from Bulby in an improvisation from Tom Breyer. Brandon Laura could not be with us this week, so returning this week to help is our Cosmic Captain Bossa Star, a.k.a. Boston McKibben. Welcome back, buddy. Thanks, Ben. It's good to be back. I mean, uh, as you said, we've got a wonderful onion, because I love onions, in the words of, what was his name? Shrek? Yeah. <laughs> onions have layers. That's that's what he said. But um, anyways, that's besides the point. Uh, nothing really huge this week but we got some good stuff to talk about so let's let's go a little faster and get on to the news so sonic the hedgehog has basically returned to the 2d video game landscape with sonic mania sonic mania is looking amazing and honestly as all the all the reviews come in it looks even better and better yeah uh, it's not to be confused with Sonnet Mania, though, which is an upcoming Shakespeare production I'm putting together. All right, man. That yeah. sounds very interesting. Thank you. Anyways, <laughs> Sonic Mania serves as Sega's sort of reattempt at establishing the Sonic series as it's kind of devolved over the years and bringing back 12 new levels, eight of which were basically updated or modernized zones from previous entries in the series from sonic one two three and knuckles mm. yes and then the current game reviews that that have come out so far are rating it high b or b range so looking around 88 89 on yeah. most most sites it's got a lot of good reviews actually I, I was pretty impressed when i was looking at that and honestly, it's a great deal for the game. It's actually, I think, the best seller in the eShop at the moment because yeah. it's only 20 bucks, which is a steal, and yes. it's a great game. Yeah, for what it is, I mean, you're really getting um, some pretty good value. Uh, I feel like I've paid about $30 for games that are worthless, and this is something where, okay, $20 and I know what I'm getting, I'm good with that. Right, and obviously this game is bringing back basically what i loved about sonic games i do love some of the older 3d sonic games but the recent ones have not been up to par with what what i'd like to see in a sonic game and this really is like a throwback to when i played on my gamecube with my little brother and we got that sonic mega collection playing through sonic 1 sonic 2 sonic 3 sonic and knuckles and they're amazing games and honestly i cannot wait to play this one you know i can remember when sonic and knuckles first came out uh, I was a little kid, and I remember going to KB Toys. That's how long ago it was. Uh, and we went, uh, I, I remember, I think it was the day I got my retainer put in, and my mom took me, and I remember she said I could pick out any video game I wanted. And I remember since we had just bought Sonic 3, um, I had wanted to get Sonic and Knuckles because at that point that cartridge could flip open and it uh, opened up a different area for Sonic 3. Right, so you could do Sonic 3 and Knuckles, which was a... Right. Where you basically played as Knuckles through Sonic 3, I believe, right? Yeah, I think that's what it was. I mean, it's it's been a while since I've actually played Sonic 3 or Sonic and Knuckles, but I just I remember being super excited about that. I mean, they're 
obviously great games and honestly it's great to see sega calling back to its classic core audience which is awesome yeah this this is actually a pretty welcome uh addition from from sega um we know that there was rumor not too long ago that they were possibly working on hardware again but uh if they're going to kick out software like this that's fine i you know i really enjoy the classics i mean that's one of the reasons i love the new super mario brothers series because uh, it's nostalgia, but it's also modern. So that's what they've done here. Right, and they keep adding to the Mario series, which is awesome. I mean, yep. we're seeing that with Super Mario Odyssey, but that's not your typical side-scrolling Mario. But they did bring right. it back, uh, what was it? It's Now it's like 10 years ago, but it feels recent. With the, they brought it back on the DS after so long of not having a new Mario game. But mm-hmm. they've modernized it, and it's like it's a household name still, even after, yep. what, 30 years, 31 years now? Oh, yeah, Mario's been a long, around a long time. And honestly, uh, the rumors about Sega making its own hardware is kind of awesome, but also kind of not awesome, because I'm not looking forward to the Sega does what Nintendo don't come back. <laughs> I would honestly love to see like a Genesis classic or something like that, along the mm-hmm. lines of basically what Nintendo's been doing with their older consoles. I would love to see that basically done by Sega, because they do have a lot of great games that were Sega exclusive back in the 90s during the console wars well i feel like they have a a few things out there that have genesis titles on them but i don't know if they're officially sanctioned by sega um they have like random third-party games on them but they they do have um preloaded sega genesis systems out there that are 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 basically what the nes and snes classic are speaking of the snes classic let's let's just get this one over with so while it appears that Walmart was not alone for round two of the pre-orders last week, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, last week, Walmart, Target, and Best Buy all had their pre-orders go up and probably down within two or three minutes is what it probably felt like. You know, I th- actually, I think uh, you can look at it. The eclipse that happened last week actually lasted longer than the entire pre-order event for all SNES classics. It's, it's wild, amazing. honestly. I mean, <laughs> we, I'm really, really bummed because I was looking forward to a SNES Classic. But I'm hoping Nintendo gets their stuff together after seeing what happened to the NES Classic. And then they just decided to stop making them. I hope they go through the holiday season and hopefully meet demand instead of... Because honestly, paying scalpers isn't helping Nintendo either. They yeah. really should realize their target market is bigger than they're, they're assuming with their, with their estimates and how they're basically selling product. Yeah, and you you know you hit it right there. Uh scalpers already have uh their pre-orders for the SNES Classic listed and some of them are already upwards of $400, which is just disgusting. Um I would ask how those people sleep at night, but with that $400 coming in, they probably get like on, you know, uh, sharperimage.com and get one of those sound machines, you know, that that's probably how they sleep at night. Yeah, I'm probably on like a a pillow of gold, something like that, you know. Yeah. Keep it classy. <laughs> exactly. And as they're drinking their Goldschlager. Goldschlager. There you go. There you go. There's there's an obscure reference for everybody. Uh, the quick demand being canceled out already and seeing scalpers at eBay has caused some fans to form a resistance to and are, uh, uh, are they are encouraging many fans to purchase Raspberry Pi-based systems and pirate their ROMs. Now, for those that don't understand what a Raspberry Pi is, it is not uh, a baked good. Uh, it is a no. little, uh, little, uh, chip really. It's not even a chip, but I mean, it's about the size of a chip anymore. Right. It's like a circuit board basically that, yeah. that can store data and basically 
people load up emulators on it. They put them in arcade cabinets. They put them in little boxes. And they emulate all the systems and whatnot. And I, I did see this. This also happened with the NES Classic, though not to, to the same degree until after they canceled production. And now it's kind of come back because people are are just scorned over the fact that, hey, they just like keep doing the same shit. And so now they're looking towards Raspberry Pi, which is becoming more and more of a viable option of emulation versus paying Nintendo or paying scalpers for Nintendo's product. Yeah, and I mean, it's a lot cheaper of an option, too. I mean, because a Raspberry Pi, I mean, if you just buy the the, the setup by itself, I think it's like only 30 or 40 bucks. Uh, you know, now there are some that you can get on Etsy or wherever you're seeing like individuals sell them that have built in their own little like NES classic looking device or an SNES classic looking device. I mean, there are some that even look like a miniature version of an N64. Uh, and the Bluetooth controllers that are compatible with them too are really nice. You know, actually, uh, one of my good friends has uh, a Raspberry Pi, and his is actually made up to look like uh, an NES. Now that's just with decals; it's just a small little square thing. But he's put on NES decals, and it really looks kind of nice. What's nice about that, though, he has all the games that he wants, and for any right. system he wants, so it's really nice. And it's a, you don't limit yourself with a Raspberry Pi. Right. I think I do believe I saw the Pi Zero comes at twenty bucks. I could be wrong. Tw- the Pi Zero is basically like the most basic level Raspberry right. Pi, but it works for emulation. And so I I was actually looking into building a bar top uh, arcade cabinet one a while back. Yeah, now. we talked about that. I feel like this was about a, this is before you left for France. You and I both had gotten on this kick about wanting to build. You wanted to build a bar top, and what I had wanted to do was build like an old school like uh, Pac-Man top, uh, where it would be a flat screen uh, with with the glass cabinet uh, or glass on top of the cabinet, and uh, build it to look like an old Pac-Man machine. That's right. I do believe we had this conversation, but anyways, getting a little off track there. <laughs> Basically, Pi Zero is a cheaper option, and it still gets the job done for emulation. You pack it into a tiny little 3D printed NES or whatever, mm-hmm. and it looks like the console. You can plug it into your TV and everything. It all works out. And so basically, people are seeing this as the much easier way of getting the games they want to play. And yeah. one, once release day hits, dumpers, hackers, I'm saying hackers, no, <laughs> dumpers, people are just going to take the Star Fox to ROM and they're going to upload it to um, basically <laughs> every every emulation site you could think of. So there's no really exclusivity with that one. Once it comes out, it'll be on the internet. You can get it on wherever. You you bring up a point that actually uh, the same person that I was just talking about, he and I, once he, we worked together and we were like, you know what? It won't even be before the end of the, the weekend that that's launched. He's like, no, it'll probably be before the end of the first day. Star Fox 2 will be out like I mean there there's a there's a port out there of Star Fox 2 I think like the Japanese release version from years ago but it's not that good so we're talking about like the legit what's coming on the SNES classic will probably be out on the market uh, for for emulation uh, and ROM uh, probably before the end of the first day <laughs> and I'm, I'm willing to bet by the end of the first weekend there will people be people flashing their own like cheap Chinese knockoff carts yeah. For the SNES, they'll be flashing them with that and selling them on Etsy. Just a bet I'm willing to make right now, but yeah, I'm, I don't disagree with you. I mean, that's it's a smart move because they know that people. I mean, I'm one of the people that want an SNES Classic just for that experience to play Star Fox too. 
but I'm also one of those people that I got really burned out with the NES Classic situation. I mean, if it wasn't for a Nintendo rep, I would not have gotten one. But and and she was no. I mean, it's not that I'm not I'm not throwing under the bus, but I was like, so what about an SNES Classic? She's like, I can't promise anything right now. So <laughs> I know. We'll see. I mean, honestly, I'm I would have loved to pick it up. 80 bucks it's still a steal for all the games we had yeah. we had this conversation like a couple of weeks ago but honestly i would have loved to grab one and i really hope i do get a chance to grab one but it doesn't come before a switch and if i'm paying more for a switch for this thing mm-hmm. sorry they're out of luck i mean i'll, yeah. I'll get my own raspberry pi and f-ing emulate it there you go well speaking of switch let's talk about our awesome fundraiser that was last week Uh, we uh for those of you that didn't know this we did a charity fundraiser for camp sunshine which they are based in maine and they do amazing work for uh children that have life-threatening illnesses and for their families uh they offer um uh, you know rest relaxation activities etc for all kinds of different uh patients they they take into consideration um what the child has and how to cater best to that family and whatnot. Uh, it's just, they, they just do amazing work there. And our goal was for a thousand dollars and it was based on, uh, you know, crowdsourcing, uh, crowdfunding, I should say, uh, to get to that goal. And we got to that goal and beat it just a little bit. We actually raised $1,050. So I am super excited about that. Camp sunshine is super excited about that. It's, it's, it's a great thing. Honestly, I'm, um... Pumped! I I was actually really amazed that we got it because I'm, I I hate to be the negative like cynical, <laughs> please. Cynical I was sitting there the here. entire time that the entire week I was just like yeah we're not gonna hit that. I mean I sat goal. there on the last day and was like no nah, we're not gonna make it and then people just pulled through it. It was amazing to see honestly. Yeah. And it means I'm getting slimed and I'm also bringing you guys a rap reel soon, which will be something else to see, but. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, so you're you're getting slimed. Um, Lucas is getting like ten pies thrown in his face. I think is what he agreed to. Um, I have no idea what I'm going to do to Brandon because I don't know if I'm going to actually pay to run a dunk tank just for that event. And then I have to do some YouTube challenge thing that I think I had to turn to you for advice on because uh, the last time I saw YouTube challenges, it was like putting marshmallows in my mouth and trying to say the word chubby bunny. Oh man, that's rough. So what was that? Yeah, like two thousand one. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, we got we got to figure something out for that one. But basically, all the prize goals have been met. But we didn't we have some issues getting uh, prizes claimed. We had most of them taken, yeah. except for a few, right? Yeah, there was. Um, I think it'll be like a total of two amiibo, and I think one World of Nintendo figure that um, I tried to re-roll and get two new winners, but. You know, the 48 hour window, because it, it was twice. So within 24 hours, uh, nobody had claimed uh, either prize. So then I tried it one more time and still nobody claimed either of those prizes. So I thought, okay, well, we're just going to keep these. Um, and probably towards the holidays, we'll give those away. Now, those that kind of a giveaway will not be a fundraiser. Uh, we'll just do like, uh, you know, how we used to do, you know, like and share the status. And Big old promotions, we'll get, right. Yep. So, I mean, the reason we did the fundraiser was to bring attention to Camp Sunshine. Uh, that that was it. It wasn't about giving away a Switch. It was, I mean, well, partially it was about me just being able to get rid of some of this stuff that I have. <laughs> I know. Decluttering after the move. Yeah. 
Yeah, which you know, I mean, I'm 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 actually sitting in my new office. Um, I'm looking at empty boxes and a half-made desk. So I mean, it's getting there. Uh, I still have to open all these boxes and find all the prizes that I have to ship, but <laughs> I'll figure that out. Um, yep. I do want to take a moment real quick, though. I I, I want to issue an apology to everybody. Um, and I, I did this on the website last week when I found out that the $1 donation was actually not valid. And I'm really, really sorry about that. Um, so the confusion came from when I actually set up the uh, GoFundMe page. I feel like I had to donate or register a card or something because all it did is it did a $1 transaction. And I remember seeing it uh, on my uh, statement. It was just sitting in pending, but it never posted to my account. So when I saw that, I thought, oh, okay, so the dollar is fine. So I just ran with it. I did not do my proper due diligence. Uh, when I saw that that was not working and that the $5 was the minimum, what I decided to do was instead of it being a two uh, multiplier by two, I multiplied the ticket count by five. So every dollar donated counted as five tickets. So if you donated five, which was the minimum, you were given 25 tickets. Um, I, I, you know, I did my best to kind of rectify a problem that, uh, you know, I kind of failed to, uh, test out properly. But so it's I, all right. Cause, cause in the end, really it, it kind of separated the people who didn't want to pay. Obviously we put them in the raffles and whatnot, mm-hmm. but it really set them apart from the people who like took the time to actually donate their hard earned money, which is, which is great for the cause it was for. Exactly. And you know, it was, it was awesome how much how much you guys supported it. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised with all, all the donations. I mean, uh, you know, Lucas is the one that brought it to my attention. He said, you know, you've not got a single dollar donation yet. And I said, yeah. I said, that's really weird. I said, I've had like a lot of fives, a lot of tens. I've had a few twenties. And I was like, I, I just can't believe people are so generous. And then um, I had gotten a couple messages like after that conversation I had, I was like, oh, the dollar donation doesn't even work. So, you know, we, we both kind of scrambled into a, um, how do we fix this mode? And we, we just, we came up with what we did. Um, of course, with any charity fundraiser you do, especially online and especially when it's in the Nintendo community, it doesn't matter what I give away. I could give away, uh, uh, Charles Martinet could have blown his nose on a tissue and I could give it away. And somebody's going to tell me that my contest for the snot rag from Charles Martinet was rigged. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the same everywhere. I mean, it doesn't. It won't get us down. We'll still be doing giveaways in the future. This is not yep. the see all end all giveaway from the Hyrule Herald or yep. Ready Gamer One. It's it's honestly just one of the many we have planned for the future. Yeah, and I yeah I thoroughly enjoy all the snarky comments I got. I think my favorite one was that I'm unliking your page and I'm very disappointed. And when I actually did my due diligence on that person, uh, they never even donated and they never even shared anything on our, our thing. It's like, okay, well, did you even bother to read the rules? Because in order to have even been entered for a free prize, you had to like or retweet or do anything. And nope. <laughs> so, you know, it's just like some, some people are just angry. <laughs> I mean, you can't please everyone, but I have some huge news because I was shocked. We got retweeted by video game composer for the very famous Banjo-Kazooie series, Ukulele, and the new Mario Rabbids Kingdom Run, Grant Mm -hmm. Kirkhope. Yeah. I know that you really like Grant Kirkhope. Yeah. And he just like shouted us out and retweeted us, which was 
amazing. Yeah. Yep. I um I leaned on any uh, that was actually I leaned on him when when I did what I called my Hail Mary play which was on Thursday. Um while I was unpacking uh some of my stuff, uh my sister had given me a coffee mug a few years ago and it says uh be the Leslie Nope of whatever you do. <laughs> for those of you who don't know what that means, it's you need to watch Parks and Rec Parks and, and Rec, understand yeah. what it means. But to do to be the Leslie Nope of whatever you do, that means you go big and or you or you go home. Or and, you end up in like a construction site dig hole. Yeah, exactly. Um right. but I mean Leslie utilizes all of her friends and she's like, you know what? She doesn't let anything get her down. And I thought, okay, this is it. This is what I needed to see. So I started like retweeting it. I hit up Eliza Dushku. Um she did not retweet us this time. I don't think she actually was checking her Twitter this week or the week of the uh, thing. Cause she retweeted me a few times when we did uh, fundraisers before, uh, especially when it's anything in the Northeast cause she's from Boston. So, I mean, it, had she known probably that we were doing it for camp sunshine in Maine, she probably would have been all about it. Um, uh, I was going to re- message Charles Martinet, but I think that that would have been a conflict of interest for him. Now, it's not so much one for Grant Kirkhope because he doesn't work really for Nintendo. He works for right. whoever wants to pay him. Really, uh, Grant Kirkhope's <laughs> his own like freelance sort of composer, and he's a great composer, which is... He does amazing work. It just blew me away that we actually got retweeted by him because, like, I don't know. I mean, I've been on Twitter for a while. I don't do much. I'm not very active. Mm-hmm. The, the greatest accomplishment I ever got was, like, one of my f- favorite Smash YouTubers retweeted it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty. But Grant Kirkhope, not in my wildest dreams. That was amazing. Yeah. Hang with me, kid. I, I know people. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, going back to a little bit about this, I mean, at, at the end of the day, the entire reason we did this was, was to bring attention to Camp Sunshine and the work that they do. Um, I know that a lot of people really wanted to win uh, the switch or any prize that we were giving away. And I feel like we were giving away some pretty good prizes, um, except for the first two, which, you know, was being a Facebook admin for the day or being a guest host on ready gamer one, which, you know, actually Jeremy, um, uh, I think he pronounces his last name Coco. Uh, he, he actually won that prize to be, uh, the guest host on ready gamer one. And I'm looking forward to having him on here soon. Um, probably in season two. That will be awesome. And I hope I'm on, hope I'm on board when he's on. Yeah. Very interesting. For sure. I I mean, the more the merrier, except it'll just be more fun for me to learn how to edit that many voice tracks. So challenge accepted. This, this wasn't really, um, about uh, giving away prizes or giving away a switch or making sure that Lucas gets hit in the face with a pie. As fun as that is, this was about the awareness for camp sunshine. This was about inspiring and loving and giving hope. Um, yeah, I lured everybody in, with awesome prizes, but it's really my hope that you guys, when you, when you saw what camp sunshine did, you did something about that. You, 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 you kept it in the back of your mind and thought, you know what? That's a good organization. And that's what I hope happened. Right. And um, raising awareness is obviously like a huge deal for them too. And I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, it's awesome. Honestly, everything about it was awesome. The cause is awesome. The support was awesome. Like just everything about it. I can't wait to get slimed. I'm not going to enjoy it, but <laughs> the cause, the cause is totally worth it. I'm still thinking of a funny way to do it. Cause just standing in a backyard getting slimed is nowhere 
near the level of what I want to do. I want to go big or go home. Going to be, be the, the Leslie, Leslie Nope for that whatever one. you do. Yep. <laughs> um, I mean, on the plus side, we did have a few donors uh, that had never heard of Camp Sunshine, and now that's on their radar permanently, and they're really, really excited. They were praising us for what we're doing. And even uh, Brian from Nintendo Holics, um, I don't know the full story there. And, uh, you know, at, last week my brain was so fried between moving and running the, the fundraiser, which I will never double that up again. Um, I, I, I want to talk to Brian about that, but I know that Brian has been through camp sunshine and I don't remember what the situation was. It was a member of his family, I believe. And, uh, he just, once he realized that's who we were doing this fundraiser for, he was like, I don't even care if I win a prize now, this, this needs to happen. You guys are doing the right stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's great. It's so great. These people all, and I, I'm hoping that people keep this in their mind and they act on it because obviously if you keep it in your mind and don't do anything about it, it doesn't do too much unless you're, you know, actively, you know, telling people about it, whatnot. But honestly, I think we got it. We got some thank yous to give to some people. We do. Yeah. I mean, so we, we, we definitely owe Grant Kirkhope a big shout out. I mean, you know, just really can't believe that he helped us out there. Um, I do want to give a shout out to our mods at the Nintendo subreddit. Um, they actually pinned our post uh, for the first day, and I really do help that, that think that that helped bring up some traffic for us. Uh, specifically, thank you to Cast a Starman and Iwata Fan, uh, two mods that really, really helped me out there. I didn't even um, know it was pinned. I mean, I kept looking for yeah. it, and it, it was right in front of me the entire time. I went searching like deep in the the new category, but yeah, that's no, really they awesome pinned it for me. Yeah, I was really, really appreciative. Um, uh, shout out to Austin from Lynx Hideaway. Um, Austin, I've uh, met him a few times when I've been out of E3. Uh, really, really straight up guy and and just really friendly. So thank you. Thank you for uh, the help. Check out Lynx Hideaway, lynxhideaway.com. Uh, of course, our friends at Game Lost, Rob, uh, they wrote up a good article for us and uh, he had one of his uh, guys make up a really cool banner image. Uh, kind of wish I would have did that before. <laughs> yeah, I posted I mean, my lovely made in almost MS Paint product. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, got the message across. It did. Got That's all, all that need. mattered. Uh, thank you to my friends and family for their support and love on this adventure. Thank you to the staff of the Hyrule Herald and uh, just for you guys' support and assistance. That's it's been really beneficial. Uh, I do want to actually take a moment to acknowledge my former managing editor, Danny Freiling. She won. Yeah, dude. Danny won. um, I think she actually won Twilight Princess HD. um, And she told me to give it to somebody else to re-roll on that because she was more wanting to see us get the goal. Um, She said that it's, it's important what we're doing for the kids. So... We need to get our goal. She doesn't care about what prize. So honestly, Danny, I, w- I was sad to see Danny go, but I'm so glad she's still supporting us. From she, she's never gonna let us truly go. You know, no, she she will always be our cheerleader and our our support, and she helps keep my head very level. Um, you know, she still gives me critique. She still gives me uh, advice. Um, you know, and, and Danny's been one of my friends since college, so it's it's been very nice. Uh, to have her work with us and to have her uh, just assist us no matter what she does. Thanks, Danny. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, that's going to wrap us up for this week on uh, Ready Gamer 1. It's a pretty short episode this week. We uh, we just wanted to get something out real quick. 
definitely shout out to our friends over at Nintendo Holics. You know, they helped us out during our fundraiser as well. Uh, if you guys want to join Nintendo Holics, just message myself or any member from Ready Gamer One. We can get you the password in that group. It's pretty awesome. Yep. Check out our friends over at Game Lust for all your video game news. www.gamelust.com. All right. I'm just hoping we get some huge news next week. We did get a new Arms Fighter. We kind of we didn't say anything about it, but yeah, I'm gonna, I skipped over. I was going to breeze through it. I was just there's a new fighter, new stage coming out early September, but. I'm hoping for a news-filled week this week. And yeah. Can I can I sign us off? All right, I'm gonna do it. I don't I don't need permission. So wow. I'm Boston McKibben, aka Boston Star. This has been my co-host Ben Cornett, and this is Ready Gamer One. Take care of each other out there, and stay cosmic, you guys. Thanks for listening. See you. Pimp, 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 pimp